am extremely proud of you. Why? Because I got ready in 15 <laughs> you minutes? You got ready so fast, <laughs> and you look beautiful. Thank and you. And I, I like your little uh, burlap sack that you're wearing there. Oh, my burlap sack. I was about to say, I feel a little J-Lo-ish with my huge hoops and my big old high bun until you said I was wearing a burlap sack. It's nice, though. It's very fall. Is that what we're going for? Very fall. That's what I'm going for. I want it to be cold. I want to wear sweaters and, like, knee-high boots, but we just don't have that kind of weather here yet. No, we don't have it yet. I'm still in tank tops. My legs are still looking amazing. (laughs) Although you will still be in a tank top on 40-degree weather. I will. And I will have on, like, a turtleneck sweater and a cute little jacket on Yeah, but you're just all about fashion. Yeah, the that's, fun fall clothes yeah. that we get to wear. You're, like you're all about. That's how I was laughing because I've learned so much, you know, living with you and having a Captain Evil in my life. You mm-hmm. know, our Rebecca showed up the other day with her little jacket on, and I'm like, "You're ridiculous! It's hot." It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> she heard cold front and, and couldn't wait to wear. It. I go, "I know you just couldn't wait to wear that jacket." No, she it's was just like, "I still so, look cute." She's so skinny; she doesn't have all the body fat you and I do to keep us warm. You, you don't be throwing that shit on me. <laughs> Look at that. Look delicious. Look at those legs. Look at that nice try. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Lot, lot, well, a lot to talk about. I mean, it was a fucking crazy. I'm so excited to be home. You know, it, last month, last month, I existed. I didn't live. Oh. It was it was hard. It was um, one of the busiest months I've had. And Life was living you last month. That's man, what it, it was. It was hard. And, and my immune system went down. And, you know, last podcast, I was talking about not feeling well. Well, boy, oh, boy, did it come on. I was miserable flying. And what was crazy is I had to fly to San Francisco. Crazy and cool all at the same time. Because I did the Fillmore. And the Fillmore, for, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> it's one of the most famous venues yeah. out there. I mean, just one of those, you know, a million comedy specials have been filmed there. A That's million right. Li- Live from the Fillmore. Yep. Like, I feel like you hear that phrase, you know, even on like records, on records, albums, albums. Right? I mean, that yeah. is the famous, famous place. So it was really cool to perform there. And then to bookend it with the famous town hall in New York City. Oh, you were so, supposed to get me a picture in front of the marquee with I, your I, name. Well, it didn't have my name. It was weird. It was just kind of like a, I mean, it was an old school theater, so it was still um, very old school. I think, I think I might have had a, I have a couple um, of pictures for you, but, yeah. you know, Albany, New York was also amazingly cool. It was called The Egg, uh-huh. and I still need to figure out why Albany has so much egg stuff. I think that's I might a, need Rick to a, look Rick, it up. Rick, Google it. We should know this. And I, I Albany to do, has a bunch I, of egg stuff? I literally didn't have time to figure out. I mean, usually <laughs> usually I'm like, so I get to the hotel, which is which is literally right by across the street from the egg. Uh-huh. And the egg is this crazy building that like sits on this pedestal. Like, it's really weird. Does it look like an egg? Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's like built like a giant egg. But then the hotel, their artwork was all like eggs. So I'm like, there's, it's a thing. It's not like they named the egg the egg, and then I don't know, maybe they named the egg the egg. And did then Albany the e- like just took ownership. And then of everything the egg. around it was like, well, you're probably going to the egg if you're staying here. We'll get it on on the the egg theme. Uh-huh. I don't know. I like <clears throat> a good theme, baby. Wasn't sold out, um, but my first time to do a theater in Albany, and it was a Thursday. Yeah. Super successful, super fun, amazing night. 
that night we decided to not stay in Albany and we made the three hour drive to Foxwoods Casino. Because it's a casino. Dude, well, I was still sick, but that casino is insane. Why? It is like what is the, it about this casino? Because it's like the Mall of America of casinos. It is connected to a Tagger outlet. Oh, that's cool. Why didn't it you was, bring me? That's why, because it was connected <laughs> to a Taggart outlet. But like, it's it's like the perfect compromise for you and I, a casino with a mall attached. I know, you love it's that. It's like Caesars. No, the dude, Caesar it was... shops attached to the casino. It was crazy. Like, huge casino. Yeah. It was one of those casinos that it felt like um, Caesars, a smaller version of Caesars in the forum shops. Uh-huh. Where you just, you're like, you're like, where am I? What part of the casino... Am I in? Am I in yeah. right now, right? But, um, fortunately for me, by the time we got to Friday, so I, I slept. Like, I just slept. Yeah. I, I didn't slept. hear from you this weekend. You were either on a plane and I couldn't talk to sleeping. you, or you were trying to catch up and, like, sleep. I was just sleeping and taking my Z-Pack. I already had had two IVs prior to it. And I was just like, I, I could tell that every day, every hour at, at, at some point, I was getting better. Yeah. Just I from was, sleeping through it? Well, and the Z-Pack was kicking in, yeah. you know, and, and I would wake up from my three-hour nap or whatever, and I'd be like, oh, man, I feel a little better. I'd pee, I'd, I'd put some, I'd drink, I'd, I'd drink. <laughs> I don't think I we would, need to know about your urinating well, no, but that's why I was, <laughs> That's why I would wake up to pee. I wasn't waking up to do anything else. I'd wake up to pee, and then I'd, I'd rehydrate. I was drinking a bunch of Gatorade. I'd go back to sleep. I'd wake up, feel a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike Young was laughing because I would, <laughs> he would like text me or whatever, and I would go on uh, 65%, you know, 70%. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I literally was going up as the hours were going by like one or 2%, you know, and by the time we got to showtime for Foxwoods, I was already feeling about 90%. Yeah. Much better. Um, Candy Edwards from GP showed up yeah. and I got to hang out with her and her friends and had laughs backstage. And I just always find it so interesting. Uh, let me know when you find out about the egg. Yeah. Amy basically was saying that they called it the meeting center and the public just caught, kept calling it the egg and Rockefeller hated that. So every time he'd be on, uh, the news or anything, he would say the meeting center, the meeting center and the Republic rejected it and kept just calling it the egg. It's crazy. Interesting. Huh. I wonder what dickhead was like, I'm calling it the egg and everybody else is too. <laughs> like, um, but I, I always find it so interesting how my friends react to me backstage. What do you mean? How so? And, and, I, and I think it's a personality trait, right? Of like, theirs or of yours? Of people. Oh, okay. Because I remember, you know, Travis, you got Travis, you got Jamie. They're at my show in, in um, Lake Charles, and Travis had the same energy. Uh-huh. Are, you, are you okay? Should we should we should we be back here? Do you need time? We're we're bothering him. We're in the way. You know, there's certain people that have this anxious feeling for you for me, <laughs> and they're like worried for. And Candy Edwards uh, and I, gosh, I hate that I, I don't know her maiden name, but I mean I, her her married, married name. name. Um, but Candy was like, Steve, should we go? Are you okay? And we can get out of here. We'll get out of here. And I'm like, I'm like, relax. Like, what do you want me to say here by myself? Like, I'm not, and, and, and everybody 
for whatever reason, freaks out that <clears throat> I am mid conversation. Because it's pretty freaky. Like I completely, freaky? I completely understand why everybody freaks out. It is still, I know you, and I know that's what what's going to go down. But I see people responding that way, and I completely understand why they respond that way. And I reassure them, you are really okay with it. It is not normal to go out there and do what you do without some sort of pause or deep breath or (laughs) little pep talk. No, it is not not normal. Like even a theater production before people go on to do a Broadway play, there's like a group huddle, right? Like you come together, you like center and focus. (laughs) Let's go. But but I would say that that's different. How is that different? I have seen Broadway plays. Uh-huh. You have to be perfect. You have to be in the right spot. You have to you have to hit your line so that the other people around you know what's going on. There is set changes. Everything has to be fucking perfect. But even professional I don't I don't, I don't have to be perfect. Professional sports players are not perfect by any means and they're not mid conversation and go out to the game. There's a moment with the coach. There's I mean, like a pep I, talk, I, a centering. I a, mean, even the other you know, a few weeks ago when we were talking about Nelly you know, where his road manager was like, I would take you to meet him right now, but he likes to have his time before he goes on stage. I, I don't need that time. I know, it's weird. It's really weird and bizarre. Yeah, I think but, it is normal uh, to need just a little bit of prep. No, not for me. It's, it's, and she was so concerned. And Steve, are you okay? And, oh my gosh. And, and you know, should we leave? And, and then other people are like, like her husband is like, Candy. Stop. <laughs> like, just chill. Like, just fucking yeah. chill, right? Um, but I had a wonderful time hanging out with her and, and um, just laughing. I mean, and I'm so lucky that I get to see GP people and people that I grew up with. Out on the you road. Know, not on the road, just, you know, periodically. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many people that, that, that move on with life, and it's very rare that you run into friends you had in high school. Yeah. Right. Because you're an adult and if you don't live in the same town or you're no longer friends or whatever. Yeah. It's very rare that you see each other. I get to see people and co- reconnect. IRL with, with, in real life. In not real just life. on Facebook. You know, and yeah. it, so it was great to see her. And then, you know, we hung out at, at Foxwoods, killed it on the craps table. I didn't even tell you. Killed it. <laughs> killed it on the craps table. You. It's funny how you started feeling better the night you were at Foxwoods. It's that casino mm-hmm. running through your veins. The baby. only thing that sucked is that I was not able to have drinks because I was sick and I, I didn't want to get more sick. And yeah. I was afraid that if I drank that Your I would... antibiotics aren't Yeah, effective. and I was like, nah, it's just not worth... You know, I, I want to feel better. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really... I didn't even stay out that late. I played uh, Candy and her husband, John. They were like, hey, we're going to bed. I was like, great, me too. Good time to grab my chips and, and call it a night. Yeah. Woke up the next day. Oh, and then like lost my sunglasses... So I had to buy more sunglasses. Good thing you won money on the craps table. Yes. So I had to buy more sunglasses. Then we pulled in. The, well, then we were freaking out. Because remember, Friday, New York's underwater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've got agents, managers, everybody calling me going, hey, we'll let you know what's going on. And the, the Friday night show got canceled. Oh, did it really? The that, Friday at night the show venue? at the Whoever town they had- hall canceled. So they're like, we'll let you know, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. And then I called Dan um, Sirkin, uh-huh. my lawyer, and our good friend who was at our wedding. And 
Dan- we'll talk about Daniela too. Yeah. Um, he was like, what are you talking about? Fuck yeah, we're do- you, of course you're doing a show. He's like, it's New York. Yeah. Bro. He's like, we fucking, in that city. I knew it. I, when you were like, Renee, I don't know if it's going to cancel. I was like, look, last time you were there, there was this crazy blizzard snowstorm. The city seemed like it was shut down pretty much the day before. And I said, nope, New Yorkers are so resilient. If they have bought a ticket to that show already. Everybody showed up. And it's happening. They're going to be there. Everybody and so up. I was like, with I was like, do not, because you're like, maybe the airport shut down. Maybe I should buy a plane ticket out of someplace else just to be safe. I was like, mm, you're not gonna need that plane ticket. Go for it, but you're not gonna need it. And, and sure enough, man, like we yeah. got there, and it was the city was, well, it was cool to go back to the city because the last time we were there, it was snowstorm and a resurgent. Of, of Omicron. It was the Omicron yeah. variant. So it was a much different city. Yeah. At one point, Renee and I are staying at the Marriott that overlooks Times Square. It was 11 a.m. I'll never forget it, and I'll probably never see it again. I remember looking out the window, and I told Renee, I go, there are six people in Times Square. Yeah. Six. Like little ants down there. And, I would, and I'd have to look for them. I'd be like, there's one over there. There's one over there. There's two there. Like it, it was a fucking ghost town. Yeah. And me and you walked around the town. At that time, you're having to show your vaccine. Your vaccination card. Your vaccination yeah. card, right? Um, so it was really cool to come back, and the energy of the city was back. Yeah. And and, and it, it made me miss you so much. Oh, because that's I know The way you love Vegas, I just love New York. But I didn't, I didn't have that feeling last time. The energy. Because it wasn't the same New York. So, yeah. so it kind of made me forget. Yeah. So this time made me go, oh, yeah. Like you, the and, excitement. Well, and you know and what it is? Energy. There's like, there's, same with like the, the snowstorm or the flood. It's like there is a resiliency about New Yorkers like nobody else. And you and I have talked about this. Like when you go, it is ingrained in them. When you go to that 9-11 museum to think that this city and that area rebuilt itself the way it did, it is just like... They, I, I can't explain it. New Yorkers are resilient like no other. They just brush it right they just off. Just keep going, yep. and they keep going. I mean, it was it was um, pretty magical, and I, I I missed you tremendously in the city. Um, obviously, it didn't work out because. And by the way, again, there is a God, and it turned out to be a blessing because you would have not been able to get in anyway, and that would have been even more heartbreaking. Yeah. To have planned for you to come and then right. not even be able to come. Right. Um, but it was the energy was back. The city, you could feel the city again. Yeah. And people are walking and Times Square is on fire and everybody's taking their pictures and the restaurants are open. I mean, just yeah. the whole. And I go, man, like I do like this city. I like to visit. Like It was fun. And you know, the, the energy, I was completely wiped and yeah. exhausted. Um, I didn't well, cause normally you would have like done your show and then maybe tried to go get some late night spots somewhere else. Well, let me tell you what happened. So, um, Ganello was fighting uh-huh. that night and Mike Young, the opening act is a huge boxing fan like I am. And he was like, dude, we can do our show cause our show is at seven uh-huh. and we can still go make the fight. Right. He's like, but I got to use your celebrity. So he calls this, like, everybody was like, we're booked up, we're booked up, we're booked up for the fight. Uh-huh. And Mike Young's like, I have Steve Trevino. He's playing at Town Hall. Can you reserve him a table, please? You know, so, of course, they go, okay, but till this time, right? Uh-huh. So, and, and uh, let's, let, me, uh, let me digress. So, 
very good friend of mine who is is practically a cousin, Donnie Sosa. He, one of his best friends is a guy named Joe Sanchez, and Joe Sanchez, um, who you will absolutely love, he is a professor at Queens College, and he is in charge, um, almost for like he's like a man. I'm gonna screw this up, but he's like a liaison for the country, and for presidents for. Latino culture in books. So I'm very proud of this guy. He's actually putting, he's the first Mexican American to put together a. Like curating Latino curating. writers and stuff like that? Cu cu a curator. For libraries? He, yes, he's going to okay. curate at the Library of Congress a section for Latino authors and Latino stories. Very cool. So I had a, he's a very intelligent guy. I really love chatting with him uh -huh. i called daniela so last time dan came and daniela was like i'm going this time right so i call her up she's like yeah i'm here with the kids i go daniela the show starts at seven i gotta go <laughs> that sounds like, like daniela daniela's my college roommate from my so she uh, that sounds like daniela she ended up flying over there then, and uh -huh. then the, the the funny part is and, and there are moments that that i i feel so appreciative of you you know, Mike is a, a single guy. Yeah. Mike is older than me. Mm -hmm. Mike tried, I'm, I'm airing out all his laundry here, tried to make it work um, with a woman who had kids. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. And, and you know, on our, on our drive, you know, he just kept saying, man, you're so lucky to have what you have. And, you know, I'm looking for that. And I see you talk about your kids. And, yeah. you know, he's like, man, I, I just really want that. He's like, but, you know, in the meantime, I'm just going to crush. You know, so <laughs> so he has these two girls from New York that are models. He has right? two girls? Well, they hang out together, these models. Oh, okay. They're both giants, and they probably weigh 130 pounds, uh -huh. 20 pounds, right? Less, probably. Probably less. Models, you yeah. know, they're tall and very pretty girls. They show up, and then so you got you got me over here. You got Joe Sanchez and his his librarian girlfriend. Uh -huh. Of course, she ended up with a librarian girlfriend, right? Ooh, you you like books too? You're the curator, woo, right? So you have our conversation. I'm totally into Joe. I mean, I'm learning what he's yeah. doing, and how, I mean. The, you know, the, he's on sabbatical, but he's working. It's like legit an episode of Beauty and the Geek. You got the book nerds over here yeah. and the models yes. over here. <laughs> but I mean, Joe, Joe his work, I mean, he's just blowing my mind. Uh -huh. You know, he travels around the country, the world, talking about how important education is and reading. Yeah. Um, he had just gotten back from Kenya where, so he had gone several years prior I should get him on the podcast. Yeah. He's an amazing guy. So he had gone to Kenya several years prior. Okay. And they delivered thousands of books. Unfortunately, because in Kenya, all the schools are open air. Yeah. The bugs destroyed the books. Well, so many things destroyed. Could Moisture. Open air. And yeah, then yeah, termites yeah. and... So they get a phone call saying, hey, thank you for the books, but they are no longer usable. Yeah. So he gets together with these other guys that, that have to figure out how to solve that problem. They go back to Kenya. Uh -huh. They take the sea can that we have full of bullshit. 
okay? Mm -hmm. the, those, those canisters. Shipping containers. Shipping containers. They put solar panels on them so that they can keep them um, dry. Climate controlled. Climate controlled. And they turn those into little libraries for these kids. Yeah. So he had just gotten back from doing How cool. like 80 libraries. These, these 80 shipping, shipping containers. And I'm just, I'm talking to this guy. I'm talking to this guy. He's blowing my mind. I'm, I'm so interested in, in what he does and how he does it. And, and, yeah. and I just think it's such a beautiful thing that he's doing. And then, you, like you said, over here you have the <laughs> models. And all you hear over there is, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm not going to eat a cannoli. cannoli. <laughs> I, I'm a girl. I'm going to eat it anyway. I'm crazy. Let's just have oh, the cannoli so good. And, right? Oh That's God, all you hear. That's all I can think of. Uh, right but, but I just remember thinking to myself, like, God, I love my wife. <laughs> like, like, God, I don't have to fucking listen to that bullshit. I don't pretend. She to, eats I, cannolis and she reads. I don't have to pretend to fucking <laughs> like her. And, and, and poor Mike's over there doing this with them. Like, yeah. And the girls are like, da, 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 you know, they're in there like freaking, you know. Mid to late twenties, maybe early thirties, max. You know, and, yeah. and oh my god, we're backstage, and this is so cool. And can we have some more drinks? And we want wine. Do they have wine? I mean, it, it like, I mean, just cackling over there. And I just, I just sit there talking to Joe, thinking to myself, God, I'm so lucky. Like God, I'm, I don't have to deal with that bullshit. Like, uh, and they're nice girls. I don't want you to think they, they, they were very nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, very pretty, very nice. I don't want to be mean to them, but it, it was not. You enjoyed looking at them, just nah, not no, not, to not my type. You know, they don't have they don't have a big shitter like you. I like big okay. Shitter. Here you were being so sweet and complimentary, um, and then well, I have to tell the truth. South. Just go south. I like them thick, bro. <laughs> 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 now you just like open it up for the comments section. You say it, um, <laughs> but but you know, I was tired. I, I truly enjoyed. Oh, then Daniela shows up, and that little girl's a spark plug, man. Yeah, right? she is. She's spitfire. She, she shows up, but it was cool because she. I mean, she immediately joined in the conversation, and and I mean, Joe, the most interesting guy in the room. Uh huh. You know, and then it was really cool because you know he is a, an art type, and and you know reads and and talks about stories. So, you know, that was my next. Our next conversation was you know, talking to him about what we're trying to accomplish with this set, mm -hmm. you know, how we want it to be delivered and, and what we want, what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then he was like talking about, you know, how important it is to, you know, to tell the story in a certain way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Story structure. So then afterwards, you know, and of course I wanted Daniela's performance, opinion. performance opinion. Yeah. yeah. So she said she was going to call you anyway, but. Um, afterwards we, we sat again and, and again, Joe's, you know, giving me notes and yeah. talking about what stories were important. And, you know, his, his thing was slow down. You know, his, his mm -hmm. note to me was those moments that have heart. Yeah. Live in them. Yep. You know, and, and Daniela was like, yeah. Like I was going to say that's a theater performance note too. She's like, yeah. slow down and live in that moment. Yeah. Right. It was funny because, you know, being in New York and being around um, 
people, and I'm probably going to start a shit storm here on the podcast, but being around people who are more woke, if you will, more, more word aware, uh-huh. right? Um, one of Daniela's notes was to not sound homophobic when I talk about the baseball player. Yeah. Right. And I, and I told her, which we've talked about navigating that from the beginning since you started doing that. And and I, and I told her, I go, I go two things. I go, number one, we address it and we make sure that we make it very clear, you know, how we feel. Mm -hmm. Um, however, I'm a fucking comedian. Can it just be funny? You know, it's okay sometimes to just be funny. It's okay sometimes to ride the line and just be funny. And, and, and hopefully people understand I'm a fucking comedian. I think that's going to be one. I think that's one where you have to prep yourself. It's like you said, there's in this like woke or cancel culture, whatever you want to talk about it, however you want to describe it. There are certain topics that are just going. Yes. That are just going to be triggers. And I think there are going to be people who hear or see that joke and that's where they're going to go to immediately. And it doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't it, matter how it, you handled it. Right. But it, it goes, it goes back to, you know, Dave Chappelle, right. You know, the, the, you know, people calling him transphobic or whatever. And it was like, wait a minute. I hear a man talking about this transphobic or this tra- uh, trans person mm-hmm. who he was very kind to. Yeah. Who he was nice to. That's who what was I his, heard. Who was his friend. Who, who was his friend. Right. Who, who he treated like anybody he else. would any other friend. Right. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. I didn't hear the negativity, but it turned into neg- negative, right? Right. Um, and and uh, at the end of the day, we are comedians. We are funny. We are meant to be funny. We're trying yeah. to get a laugh. We're trying to get a feeling out of you. We're trying to get you to giggle. And yeah. to laugh and to la- and and by the way, does anybody have any fucking clue how hard it is to make somebody laugh out loud? It's it's imp- it's hard. Yeah. To make somebody sit there and laugh out loud. Yeah. Think about that for a moment. In a crafted, written way, to do it over and over and over again. It's not just like oh, something funny happened for an in hour. A moment. Yeah. For an hour. You can't take for away words. hour, <laughs> yeah. You can't take away words. You can't take away moments. You can't... It's Topics hard. or subtext. It's, it's or, fucking hard. Yeah. So that, that was one of her notes. And, and I told her, I said, look, I get it. I hear you. I address it. I can defend myself. And and the people that love me, love me. You yeah. Know? But but even with... Even when we put out bits on TikTok or Instagram, you know, these heated debates that these people get into over a joke is just amazing to me yeah like it, it really blows my mind when i see these like heated debate i mean when i did the chevy thing versus the ford yeah i mean people telling me go fuck yourself and fuck you and it's like wow dude like it's i'm a comedian giving people that like fords a hard time the the other thing is too is like in the world of social media you you and i are you're thinking of your special as a whole and how it fits together. We talked a couple episodes about the order of things, but then the fact that these, they, it will be clipped out, that it will be pulled apart into little bits and people will comment on that. And so we talk about jokes that are hot button topics 
And what happens when that joke is removed from your set and it's just that right. joke and they don't, or just a piece of that joke? They don't joke. see what led up to it. They don't see what tagged it. They don't see what, what how it rounds about. Right? Yeah, that's, they what's, don't, that's what's tricky. They don't see, you know, and one of the most famous bits that we did was the um, lower your expectations. You know, yeah. hey, ladies, lower your expectations, you know. Um, you're not a princess. Your daddy princess. lied to you. Yeah, you remember very. I good. do remember. Although you tell yeah. Lila she's a princess all the time, so and I'm I lying know. to her, <laughs> and I am lying to her. And as long as she stays in my little kingdom, she will be a princess. <laughs> Problem is that she will one day be out of this kingdom, and when you leave the kingdom, you are no longer a princess. <laughs> you are somebody's wife. You are somebody's mother. You are no longer a princess. So, um, but it was funny because at the end of it. You know what, and and I think that that's what my stand-up does. I always go laugh, 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 laugh. Here's something sweet and real, yeah. Right. And at the end of that bit, when I go, if you truly want to be happy, yeah. Right. Find a hardworking man, a man that wakes up every day and puts you first, right? A man that that you know takes care of his kids. You know, yeah. So that moment is not in there. Yeah. You know, and, and what people don't understand is when I say lower your expectations, I am saying lower your your physical expectations. Lower your expectations when it comes to money and to a physical appearance. Yeah. Right? Because that physical appearance and money does not bring you happiness. Right? That, so you don't get to see that. Yeah. Right? So you just see the, the one bit that's super funny. Yeah. Gets tons of laughs, but you don't see the heart. And that, and that's the hard part is like, I think, I think we do have to think about that. I think we do have to keep that in mind because the reality of the situation is most people see your clips and even if they come and support you at a live show, they've not seen the whole special in its entirety in the order that it was written. Meant to be. Yeah. Right. They're just seeing it in clips. I mean, but even like the truck bit, right. You know, when I, when I say, uh, my fat sister, or I, I'm, or my dad calls me a titty baby. Like, if you just saw my dad going, "Get out of bed, titty baby. Your mom's tits not here for you to suck," and you just saw that, you'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with his dad?" Yeah, his dad's a fucking maniac. Yeah, but you don't see later on in the set when he's giving me sound advice. Yeah, right. So it, it, it was it was um, a really good weekend. Overall, it, it was hell physically. But I'm not kidding you, Renee. Like, I walked on that stage. At Town Hall? At Town Hall. And the crowd, the way that they cheered when I walked out, immediately woke me up. Yeah. I was a different person. Like, I'm not kidding you. I mean, I'm dragging ass. I'm tired. I have been sick. I have not slept. I've literally flown and driven all over the country. And I walk on that stage and boom. I mean, it was like fucking fire and i was like all right oh, here I we go right yeah. so i did my set we finished up again chatted with with joe and daniela and and had that conversation but th the love that new york city gave me then it was so special at the end you know because i was like we have to call jose trevino you know because they're all these yankee hats right everybody's wearing a damn yankee hat yeah. right so i facetime jose and they start going hip hip jose Oh my God, Jose, I love you. I mean, like losing their mind. Uh -huh. So we had a fun moment there. And then, because, you know, and you know, like after a fun set and I'm feeling it, mm -hmm. I just hang out. 
Yeah. I don't want to leave. Like I have, I, I usually have like, there's <laughs> when always they like, kick me out? there's like 10 minutes of me just like, man, like I just want to hang out with you guys. Living like, in the moment. I don't want it to be oh, over, you know? Yeah. And this woman goes, um, uh, oh, real quick. I, I do want to give it up for them and, and forgive me for forgetting their names, but the people that brought me the cannolis, so sweet, so kind. Thank you so very much. I also ran into the couple that were leaving on the Norwegian cruise. Oh, that's yep. so cool. Oh, so that's he, awesome. He came over to me. He goes, man, we're the couple that won the Norwegian cruise. And then his wife just hugs me. And she goes, well, thank you for this. She says, we needed this. I go, oh, I'm so glad you guys were able to make it work. So sweet, so kind. Norwegian flew them to New York City. Flew, so Norwegian cruise line for veterans flew a veteran and his wife to New York City. Uh-huh. Gave them tickets. To your show. To my show. Mm-hmm. Then gave them a seven-day all the expenses paid cruise that left out of New York. That left out of New York to Canada, and and, and so they were, it was just awesome. That's Thank awesome. you, Norwegian. Um, and then of course the couple that brought me the cannolis, and he brought me a couple hats, and him and his wife were just so sweet and so kind, and I, I just appreciate their the, their thoughtfulness and their love for us, and uh, we really really appreciate it. But uh, the point I was where was I getting? Oh, gosh, you went on the stage, and it was crazy. You wanted to stay and hang out. Oh, you called so Jose. Then, so then a woman goes, uh, FaceTime Captain Evil. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know what time it is. The woman's being a mom. The woman's I, being a mom. <laughs> I, they're like, FaceTime her. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to call her first <laughs> to make sure that you're not, you know, I was like, oh, she's got free-range titties out right now for sure, right? For sure. So I call you, and then Delilah was back there, and I man, I got so emotional, and 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 I was just like, oh. you know, and Daniela was like, I was crying, you know, and Delilah was like, I love you, Daddy, and I'm like, I yeah. love you too, and so it was just a really um, great way to end a fucking physically abusive week. I mean, it yeah. was, man, it was rough, but but when I'm on stage, that that hour that I'm sharing with those people. You know, and I told the audience in Albany, I go, look, guys, I'm I'm down to meet all of you, but I'm letting you know that I'm sick, and it is at your own risk, because I am not well. Yeah. And we still had a great meet and greet. People came, so uh, if they're sick, I gave them the out. But but the other shows, I just didn't do the meet and greet because it was just too many. Yeah. You know, Foxwoods was 1,800 first show sold out, and then the second one was like a thousand. There's just no way. Yeah. You know. Um, but it just walking on that stage in New York, feeling the city, and, and and just to think, man, that that's what's overwhelming. Like I dreamt as a kid, man. Like that that song from The Greatest Showman, a million know, dreams, a million dreams. That was me. Yeah, I was that kid in my bed going one of these days. Yeah, one of these days, one of these days, one of these days, to be that kid from Gregory, Portland, Texas, walking the high school. Of maybe 800 kids. Yeah. To walking on stage in front of a sold out crowd in Times Square. It, it just, it was a moment. And it was a moment of appreciation, a moment of like, wow. Yeah. You know, I really had a wow moment. And, and it was just like, holy shit. Like, this is fucking, we, we're here. Yeah. Like, this is happening. And, and it just, I don't understand. I don't, you don't see many artists 
that express themselves in a wow, holy shit moment. And I, and I don't know why. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, I never hear other comedians go, wow, this is happening to me. Wow, this was a dream of mine. I don't hear other artists expressing like... Oh, I feel like Taylor Swift used to do it all the time as a young girl. And then she kind of got a little flack for it because people thought it was like fake or put on. Oh, disingenuous? Yeah, that it was disingenuous. And and I don't know. I don't think it was. I I mean, you know, I'm always watching like, you know, interviews of people that I find um, very, very interesting. And I don't know. I I don't know. I, I just, I'm sure they feel it. I'm sure they do. Yeah. You know, I just try to express it. Yeah. You know, I try to let people know and I, I try to let people truly understand that, that I was this little boy in Gregory, Portland, Texas. I think you are an over communicator. I think that's <laughs> yeah. part of why you're Maybe. great on stage. That That is who you are and you've made a habit of it. Maybe. And I also love my home. You know, I love where I grew up and I love, you know, all the things that have happened to me because they have made me the comedian. You appreciate that, your journey. Yeah. Well, yeah. At, when you're. That's the I was advice. Gonna say, I don't know that you always did when you were oh, in it. God. I don't know that you always appreciated it. That's that. the advice, man, is to let people know that enjoy the journey because, you know, the journey is the journey. And, and if you continue to work hard, you will get to where you want to get. And if you're miserable during your journey, yeah, then you missed. That's a hard lesson. It's hard it. to take it on the it's chin. Hard. It's hard. hard to I take mean, it on the chin. It's hard to get knocked down. It's hard to get back up. It's. I mean, it's hard when you're, you know, living in a car in fucking Rancho Cucamonga in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. You know, but but uh, to be honest with you, that that wasn't the stuff that bothered me. I was just like, oh, it's temporary anyway. Like I'm just trying to figure it out. You know. Yeah. Um, and I I will tell people follow your dream when you're young. You know. When you have less obligations. Yeah, you have less obligations. You have less responsibilities. There, you know, you got to feed yourself and and house yourself. You don't have to, you know, worry about a family or anything. And and yeah, you know, um, can can we ever? talk about what you do on Saturday yeah we can talk about it uh super excited we can talk about it those of you that are watching and listening from San Antonio Texas especially um Renee is the headliner speaker no I'm not the headliner yes you are no I'm not there's like a there's a dude the long guy There's there's another dude who has like an HGTV online show or something and I think he's he is billed as the headliner fuck him but (laughs) Um, but, I, but I'm prettier. Yes, um, you are prettier and, and, and thick. Uh, well, I don't know. He's pretty thick, too, <laughs> from what I saw. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I'm the mean one? <laughs> no, anyway, I got all that to say, I got asked to speak at the San Antonio Home and Garden Show. I'm very proud of you. I'm very excited for you. Um, so if you are at the San Antonio Home and Garden Show this weekend on a Saturday, Please look for Renee. I'll be there Saturday afternoon. I think yep. one o'clock is my time. Please slot. go say hello. Please let her know that you yes. love her and you care about her. Um, the third show is on sale for the Tobin Center, which is Friday. Uh, unfortunately, it had not been on our website, but we're adding it. It is on the website. There was just a miscommunication. It's always been there. It's always been there. So <clears throat> make sure you get your tickets ASAP to be a part of our, our beautiful filming. And then I, I do have to warn you, uh, we are having issues. If you're planning on coming to Vegas to see me at the MGM Grand, um, and I might be, you know, over speaking here, but um, because of the cyber attack, there there has been issues. So well, we're not even if, sure exactly what's happening. We, we have no idea what happening. happened. But <clears throat> if you go to the website, 
They're not showing any tickets available, but some front row seats for stupid amounts of money. Hang with us. We will keep you posted um, and let you know. There are still, in fact, tickets for that show. They're just trying to figure it all out. <coughs> so those of you that don't know, um, I, I would like to help you become informed before you get mad at artists. So there's a big thing going on with tickets right now, and Ticketmaster in their attempt to eliminate scalpers and keep that money for artists, they do this thing called dynamic pricing. So if, if, if an artist's ticket starts selling really fast, they know that it's a hot ticket, that scalpers are going to buy them and then sell them to you for a premium. So what they do is Ticketmaster controls that by raising the rates and, and taking inventory before the scalpers. My point is, go ahead, you have something well, to say? Well, I was going to say, think of it as, I feel like an easier way to explain it is to think of it as dynamic pricing like the airlines do, all of the airlines. If there's surge, if there's peak surge times to travel, your tickets are going to be more expensive. It's kind of, and depending on when you buy your ticket, right. you're paying a certain price. They're kind of doing that <coughs> with it. I absolutely hate it. I absolutely hate it because, well, two things. It's, it sucks because it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. And the scalpers are going to do it to me anyway. Right. I mean, it was so freaking annoying to be in Irvine and to look out in the audience to have a completely sold out show and four or five booths. Their prime time booths are completely taken by scalpers. Yeah. Um, So it bums me out. And it also bums me out because I want the everyday person to come and enjoy a show without breaking the bank. You know, everybody from. From, you know, the lowest paid to the highest paid deserve to come to my show. Uh, and I want them at my show. I want the people like my mom and dad who who saved their money and worked hard and, and were on a budget to be able to come to my show, right? So we're, we're trying, just so you guys know, before things get crazy, because we truly believe that this next special will take us to crazy. We're, we're no, we're at crazy. We're going to go to absurd. Is that a better way to put it? It's going to go to absurd. So I'm trying to come up with some ideas, and, and Rick here on the phone too, um, as he listens, hopefully we can, Miss Lori, we're all trying to come up with a way to, what is that? The link on your website goes straight to the MGM now. Oh, so there is a link on my website for MGM. Uh, we need to put that on the socials and let people know. Um, but we're trying to come up with a way to be able to sell a $25 ticket and guarantee that $25 ticket. So one of the ideas I have is you subscribe for a dollar a month mm-hmm. and then 12 bucks. Right. And then three months before my shows go on sale, you get the link first and you have access to the $25 ticket. Yeah. Something. I, th- I mean, I think we're moving to the point where like there's going to have to be some sort of fan base, some sort of fan club, some sort of, subscription group so that we can keep track of those people who really want that opportunity. Right. And for $12 a month, when I come to your town, you get access. And we're just having to figure out as venue sizes change and those numbers in that city, like how can we honor what we're offering? It's, it's tricky. It was crazy because, um, I remember Louis CK going through this, um, years ago when I was at the comedy store, dude, he would do cash only. You gotta buy them in person, max four. Yeah. That was it. You wanna come to my show? You pay cash, 
You get them at the door, yes. and it is max that you can get is four. So it has been an issue for, for a lot of people. I mean, I, I think Garth Brooks um, said it the best. Yeah. Garth Brooks. Say? Well, Garth Brooks goes, why don't you just make scalping illegal? Why are there professional scalping sites? Because if I bought two, if I bought four Garth Brooks tickets uh-huh. and I stood outside the Garth Brooks concert with two tickets, mm-hmm. I would get arrested. Why is that illegal? But the StubHubs and all the these other sites. resale sites, why is it okay? Yeah. Right? And what's even sadder is when somebody buys a ticket from a fake website and they send them an email confirmation and they're out at my show with a paper that says that they have a ticket mm-hmm. and they can't get in because they're going, well, I bought these tickets. It said Steve Trevino. Yeah. Right. It, it said the Irvine Improv. It's, you know, and it just breaks my heart. Right. So we also tell people if it's on my website, that is the right link. Yeah. Right. If you go to the venue itself, most likely that's the right link. Yeah. But it's even crazy. Like if you put Steve Trevino in your search engine or Steve Trevino tickets. All fake stuff comes up. Yeah. Well, fake and scalpers. Scalpers, yeah, that's what's usually at my the website's top. down here, yeah. and all the fucking scalpers and fake websites are up here. Yeah, and it just it sucks because, and by the way, I don't know how they sleep at night. People that scam people, I don't know how they sleep at night. I honestly could not live with myself. People that steal from good, hardworking people, it is disgusting to me. It is one of the saddest things about our society. The fact that somebody can live with themselves, these scammers, yeah. is it's unbelievable to me. I could not live with myself if I scammed people for a living. Yeah. Like I just couldn't do it. I'd be I'd be I'd be a mental mess. Yeah. You know. So whew, that forty five minutes blew by. Yeah. I did all the talking, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you look beautiful in your burlap sack. Thanks. Sack. Um, I love you. I'm so, I'm so excited to, um, and by the way, guys, follow Renee. Um, her Halloween stuff has been pretty amazing. And, and you, you're like, it's only the first week of October and I'm already cut off. And like all your fans are sending me the coolest ideas on Instagram. Keep sending them. I love it. People are sending me like such great ideas and inspiration. And you like, are like, no more Renee. It's we started in no more. fucking August. Okay. We didn't start in August. We started September, so but maybe, it's maybe quite you possible. I, cause I, I was like, it's maybe my, you like, wouldn't it's have got cut off decorating for Halloween. Maybe you wouldn't have got cut off if you would have started, started like normal so people. Okay, fair, fair enough. I, I will take ownership of, I started with Halloween a little too early, but I just love it. And I got excited. So follow her at I am Renee with an A because she wanted to make it easy for you. I am, <laughs> I am Renee with an A. Um, she's doing so good. And, and Lori and, and Rebecca have had so much fun helping Renee with these Halloween projects. And they're really putting up some really cool videos and, and really cool stuff. I mean, the whole idea is I'm, I'm a busy mama and it's a lot, but I want to make the holidays special for our kiddos and here at home. And I'm all about finding like easy ways easy. to do that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I ease, easy, easy and simple. <laughs> like, Crafts that anyone no, can no, no, pull no. off. Woman, I'm not a baker. Woman, I'm not a cook. The shit you bought. What do you mean? For Halloween. 
could be for real decorations. They're not kitschy decorations. We have like for real. I feel shit. like your expectations are a little bit off, Steve Trevino. For real shit. Like candle holders that are not like plastic. They're fucking. It's insane. We sent them back. I, they're in the trash. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I saw them in the barn in the trash. Wasted monies. Oh, no. That one broke. It broke. Wasted monies. Wasted monies. No, that, no, no. So that one broke and I couldn't fix it. I That's what I call Hobby Lobby should just be called glue it bullshit. Back together. Their, their whole commercial could be like, should be like, you like bullshit? Yeah, should I should have let you wrap this episode we up. We got bullshit. If you like bullshit, we sell bullshit. Are you bored and need to buy some bullshit? Come on in. We got bullshit. Anyway, Aztec Chevrolet, mm-hmm. we absolutely love you. Locations in Uvalde. Loca- oh, shoot. What? I don't know. If, oh, Ponch didn't bring me any. New shirts. Our new shirts for Raul are in. Anyway, Raul Western Wear. Um, Aztec Chevrolet. Locations in Uvalde, Goliad, if you like for hard, um, Beville, please give us a shot. Please check it out. Please, 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 please buy a vehicle from us. We just got a beautiful GMC Hummer. If you're looking for it, we will deliver it to you. It is absolutely freaking gorgeous. I think you want it. You've been like trying to talk me into it. I think I know, you want dude. it. I like that it's electric. That's cool. Yes. Um, uh, Old Salt Coffee cannot do our mornings without it. Absolutely delicious. It's one of the best drip coffees that you can get for your home. Yeah. Please subscribe, Trevino 10. Um, we also have uh, Pick Cherries, who always takes care of us. Please listen to our podcast on Pick Cherries, because you can pick cherries. Um, and then who else do we got? Was that everybody? I think that's everybody. We love you guys so very much. And yes, Renee looks beautiful. And please, please, please send your comments towards her, not me. <laughs>